Nobody asked. But it's time for a Warriors update, given that it is past the All-Star break and four games have happened and there's actually something to talk about. Unfortunately, I'm a little annoyed because I just recorded this episode and then I found out post-recording that the audio died. Oh, I hate when that happens. But anyways, I'm going to now do this faster and more annoyed than I was. So, off the bat, the Warriors have won three of their last four games since All-Star break. They lost the first one away to the Lakers, won the last three at home. Obviously, three over uh, three, three to one is great. Unfortunately, the road issues continue to be a problem. I know we are still without Steph Curry, who hopefully will be returning in the next week or so. But we're also with Andrew Wiggins to the personal reasons, which is unfortunate, but it does leave me wondering what sort of condition we will eventually get Andrew Wiggins back in, if at all. Because in the time he has played, he has been maddeningly inconsistent both on the defensive end and in this offensive struggles. And I've said multiple times how Andrew Wiggins' steady, consistent offense in the playoffs, along with his excellent perimeter defense, um, was essential to getting that championship last year and why we offered to pay him the bag. And, you know, given his reason, given him missing games for multiple reasons, like I, I don't blame him at all, but you wonder, you know, we spent all this money and so far the return this season hasn't been there, which is also a problem with Jordan Poole because he has been maddeningly inconsistent. Usually his play is consistently better, especially in the scoring side of things, when he takes over for a starter, and usually for Clay or Steph if they are out, and he has not been that this season, which is another big concern. Now, not to say it won't pan out in the end, but it's frustrating to see where Andrew and Jordan were last season to this season. Um, That being said... Going on to these last four games, if you are the Warriors uh, and you are a fan, you should still be very concerned about the inability to generate road wins um, because they are not probably going to be a high seed going into the playoffs where they will have the luxury of home court advantage. So they will need to be able to win road games if they want to move into move on in the playoffs, let alone um, go back to back. With that too, though, obviously, the West is wide open. You look at the West standings, the only lock to probably hold is Denver, especially behind Nikola Jokic, who in my opinion will probably get his third MVP in a row. But Memphis and Sacramento will probably hold their hold the second and third spots, whether or not they flip because they're... Uh, they're within a game and a half of each other. Um, but it's also possible, given Memphis and their young attitude, they could have some sort of a collapse and drop Sacramento. It's hard to say because this is a very different Sacramento team, and we have not seen them in this playoff position before, let alone fighting for a high seed. All kudos to them and what's happening over there because I don't think anyone really thought they'd be this. But, you know, here they are. Um more than likely, in my opinion, uh, barring some sort of major collapse, they're going to finish a top three seed in the West. But four all the way down really is up for grabs um, because they are separated by, I think, you know, some are separated by half a game, one game, 
I think it's as much as like three, three and a half, four games or so um, that are really separating, you know, four through ten and so on because it's that tight. So realistically, outside of the Denver Nuggets, the positioning from two below through ten are really up for grabs because it's going to be a dash to it's going to be a dash to the finish because all of these teams are really rough, like really close to 500, dangerously, dangerously close to 500 to really make it um, competitive and interesting. Now, focusing on the Warriors specifically, um, the loss to the Lakers was unfortunate. Jordan Poole, um, you know, hadn't been scoring well. In fact, his best scoring game came in the comeback win yesterday where he led all scorers at 29 besides that most of your punch is coming from clay thompson he has been uh a consistent 20 points at least the last four games obviously we, we know what he did against houston even though you got to think about it's houston not to take away because um great scorers are going to get theirs against a weak team and he did that dame also did that when he dropped 71 but you have to think it is houston right um, when you think about the performances people have been able to put up against Houston. Uh, but Clay also dropped 32, you know, against the Minnesota Timberwolves, who in my opinion should be better than this as well. <coughs> but they're also playing without Cat. Another bright spot, though, has been Dominic DiVincenzo's um, consistent scoring output in the last few games, last three games as well. He's been putting up uh, some pretty good numbers there. I think he's also been uh, the... I mean, I think maybe the second most consistent scorers in the last two games specifically, he's dropped at least 20 points. Last three games specifically, I think he's dropped at least 15. So he's been really playing that second scoring role that I feel like Jordan Poole should be putting up. Um, not to say Poole's roughly, you know, 15-ish a game aren't bad. It's just over the last four games, it's like you, you expect more from a guy who's looked to be the successor of Steph Curry and the future, you know, leader of this Warriors, especially after the money that was paid for him, paid to him. Um, with yesterday's win, though, that was a good win against a pretty, I think, a solid Blazer team that I think should be better. Obviously, you can never count out Dame and what he does. Um, but it was good to have Draymond back as well. Uh, he put up some great numbers, and he looked good. I was really happy to hear that the MRI came back clean. So you think that Steph might come back too and if we can get a fully healthy team maybe for the last few games of the playoffs before going into that i think that really bodes well for us because you worry about how changing rotation and minutes the allocation of minutes will affect some of these um you know role players coming off the bench who are playing a lot more significant time um, how that affects the rhythm. Like Draymond said, though, everyone here on this team is paid an NBA salary, so they should all be playing in an NBA level, and they should all be ready. But I know it changes things. I know it affects their game. It affects their mental um, their mental side of things uh, when it comes to the changes of rotation and the changes of minutes um, that are inevitable to come once the starters are all back. Ah. <clears throat> uh. It's frustrating, um, but you know the Warriors have an opportunity to be a top four seed um, if things continue to go well. Um, but they need to find some road success, and they need to obviously get healthy. 
which I hope they can do. Um, any more injuries, especially to the significant players and starters, is it's going to be bad. It's going to be really hard. It's going to it's going to really change the outlook of uh, the postseason and you know a repeat um, with the way things are going. Uh, yeah. So, but you know they there's no reason that the Warriors shouldn't make the playoffs. It's just a matter of where they're going to end up, which. You know, we'll really see. I do think it's going to come down to the last day of the regular season um, for this Western Conference seeding. And um, I do believe the Warriors can finish at four, which gives them a little better leeway going into the playoffs. Um, I like the idea of them not going into the play-in tournament because I feel like they do need their rest, especially the older guys, especially the starters who are who have been battling different injuries and issues. Um, to just even stay on the court. But I'm not concerned as I was because um, we're seeing some better play right now post-All-Star break. But like I said, my biggest concern is health, how rotations will affect the role players' playing time, Andrew Wiggins' play and level of play going, uh, when he is able to return and actually be with the team for, you know, the rest of the season, hopefully. Um, and then, you know, I, I wonder about the the road struggles. The Warriors are arguably, you know, bottom five on the road. They are a solid um, home team, one of the best road teams, actually. Uh, they're like a top five, top six road team, but the uh, home team, sorry. And then on the road, they're they're awful. But on top of that, they're terrible in overtime. Um, they're t- they're not the best in their division, um, and they're they're almost five hundred in the conference. Like there's not a lot of silver linings there. But you know, you look at it and just like the playoffs are a different beasts, and there are a lot of players on this team that have long, deep playoff championship experience. So you wonder if they can lean into that as long as they um, can get into the playoffs in a comfortable seed. Uh, but yeah, you know, that's the that's the Warriors roundup so far with this. Um, some good, some concerning, and still still a lot of still a lot of belief in this team. But you gotta take it all with a grain of salt because with every good that's happened, there's a lot of question marks about the status of the team going forward. <laughs>